G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? How much trouble could some of the so-called NRL bad boys who've had run-ins with the law be in when it comes to trying to get into Vegas? It's a story that's been bubbling along for the last couple of weeks, and it was actually something that crossed my mind. Um, I explained my experience with, well, not me trying to get into the United States, but when I was crash-tackled live on air, TV, uh, down in Melbourne. Geez, that was back in 2007. So a long time ago, ancient history, yet somehow the internet still keeps it. Uh, the bloke who made that rash decision at the time, the authorities caught up with him, and yes, he was, well, he had a record for doing that, causing a fray, I think it was. Uh, and they said, look, nothing really major from it, except for, and this was the example they used, except for, say if he tries to go to the United States in a couple of years' time, well, that's going to be on his record and they're not going to let him in. They're going to turn him around and say no. And I thought, oh, that's a nice little revenge dish served cold, isn't it? But that's why I always thought, well, hang on, if you've had a run in with the law, how difficult is it to get into the United States? And does it matter if you're there for work? Does that override it? I know we've got some pretty strict laws when it comes to allowing people in, in this country, and the US, well, they have got even tougher ones, haven't they? Well, let's find out from a man who knows exactly what's going on. He's the CEO of Migration Solutions. Uh, he, he's been doing this for over 20 years. Mark Glasbrook, a very good morning to you. Um, how difficult or easy is it to get into the United States? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thanks very much for... Um having me along. Look, very, very difficult for a number of countries around the world in terms of the character assessment and character provisions, including Australia, in terms of wanting to travel to a country, whether it's for tourism or for work, including uh, playing sport. All right, but we're hearing from the NRL and they said, no, she'll be right, but we'll work it all out. Um, And you sort of take them on that face value. But that when you hear the comments from our ambassador, Kevin Rudd, that saying that, yeah, we're working through the processes, but if some of these processes can't be addressed, well, then so be it. That's life. How difficult would it be for someone that has a record, uh, a running with the law, who's been arrested to get into the United States? Uh, look, it's... It- it really depends on the type of visa application that someone's looking at. And typically a residence application when someone's applying to stay there permanently is assessed under a lot more scrutiny than someone that's going there on a temporary basis. But they still have very strict eligibility criteria when it comes to temporary entrance. Um, if we have a look at Australia, for example, if someone wanted to come into Australia, they'd be saying, has that person had any convictions? And if so, what are they? Um, if it's to do with, um, let's say, drugs or um, uh, you know, anything to do with, with, with underage people or um, crimes against women or vulnerable people, then that's definitely an area where the Australian government would say, no, we're, we're not going to allow you to come into the country. But then there's other criteria that says if someone's sentenced to 
uh, a term of, of imprisonment of 12 months or more, mm. then they too will be ineligible. Having said that, there are opportunities to seek uh, independent assessment of that person's eligibility to get a waiver of the character provisions based on who they are, what they're doing, what the proposed period of stay would be in Australia, and also any mitigating circumstances around what risk would there be to the Australian community. Plus, there's also a part of this which is more of a, an objective or subjective assessment, which is what would the Australian people think if we were to grant someone a visa to come to Australia and they have a criminal conviction? Would the average person on the street expect the Australian government to block their entry mm. or to, to allow them to come? And that's whether it's sport. And we've seen um, over, over a number of years where there's been entertainers and performers and musicians and artists that have tried to come to Australia where they've been blocked. Yeah. Keeping, keeping so, that in mind, the US is a lot, a lot tougher than Australia. Okay. And that's what I wanted to get to because that's, that's what we're, that's what we're, we're hearing. That's what our learned experience is that, that the United States have stricter rules than us, tougher rules than us. In your experience, Mark, do you see dramas here for someone who may have been convicted? There's no jail time for anyone that we, uh, have on the radar at the moment, but there have been those who've been arrested and some with convictions recorded. Could that impede them? Or is there ways of getting around, as you said, about the, the temporary and, and what they're there for in length of time? Yeah, absolutely. In in the case of, 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 the, of, of the, I guess, visa applicants, the, the players, the athletes that are looking to travel over to Las Vegas, it's really a matter of the NRL working with the, the US officials and probably engaging some specialised assistance in the US to put forward some submissions to the government and the immigration uh, system over there that points out this is the purpose of them coming, this is who they're travelling with, uh, this is you know, this is the background around the matters that, that occurred previously, the likelihood of uh, anything happening while, while these people are in the US is very minimal and then going through the relevant application process in the US. Absolutely having people like uh, the former Prime Minister on the, on the side of, uh, of the NRL and advocating for these applications to go through the US system is going to be very beneficial, but there still needs to be a lot of work done to talk about who the applicants are, the risk of reoffending, um, and why there should be some leniency given in this case. And that would all come back to the purpose of the visit being for the, um, a really special event in the US. Um, you know, I, I would imagine that with the right approach, it is certainly something that you would imagine will get through because the, the matters in question in terms of the uh, you know, scale of one to 10, the severity of those, they're certainly not at the high end. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just a matter of engaging with the right people. Immigration's a really interesting thing. It's, it, you kind of take it for granted a lot of times. You, know, you jump on a plane, fly to a country, get yeah. a visa, and you'll be okay. But immigration compliance and when it comes to offences is something that the Australian government, the English government, the Canadians, the Americans, everyone, even you know, anywhere, countries take that very, very seriously in terms of who they let into the country. And they certainly don't want to let someone in that could then be a precedent 
to allowing others. Um, you know, you let that person in, so why won't why why won't you let me in? Type of thing. So you know, it's a it's a very measured process that the US government will go through, but certainly something that shouldn't be out of the question. It's just a matter of going through the correct process. Mark, really appreciate your expertise in stepping us through this. We can all guess. We can all have a, uh, a, an idea of what may or may not happen, uh, but you've given us an idea that it's just not cut and dry. There can be exceptions, but some of the things that they'll be looking at as far as these applications are concerned. Appreciate your time, Mark Glazebrook from Migration no, Solutions, just to step us through what they're facing. And to me, uh, from what the Prime Minister or former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd said, it may not just be as cut and dry. They're working through the issues. You think it should be fine, but maybe it just depends on who they get on the day. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. I guess that's the big thing too. You don't want to make exceptions to the rules. You don't want to have uh, one uh, a precedent set that allows others who are well, well down the track of being civitous to actually reoffend and open the door for them. That is a consideration. But then also, do you do you let those off the hook who've, who have uh, done the done a crime? Shouldn't it not pay? 13, 13, 55, 0, uh, SEN, the Sports Entertainment Network, the home of sport, the home of big opinions in sport as well. Yours are the ones that matter the most. 0467 736 736.